See a movie this week at the Alamo Drafthouse. This week's screenings include, on Thursday, April the 18th, catch Life of Brian movie party at 6.40 p.m. or The Clue movie party at 7 p.m. Blood Lake Video Vortex screening on Friday, April 19th at 9.20 p.m. Dazed and Confused Serial Party on Saturday, April 20th at 11 a.m. On Sunday, April 21st, catch Grey Gardens Afternoon Tea at 2 p.m. Or Amazing Grace with a live stream Q&A after at 5 p.m. Airplane Movie Party on Monday, April 22nd at 6.40 p.m. On Tuesday, April 23rd, catch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Vision Con Private Screening at 6 p.m. Monty Python and the Holy Grail movie party at 6.20 p.m. or the Sandlot movie party at 6.40 p.m. Say Anything Champagne Cinema movie party on Wednesday, April 24th at 6.40 p.m. All that plus this weekend's new releases and more. Find showtimes and purchase tickets online at drafthouse.com slash Springfield and find all the special events at the Alamo Drafthouse on Facebook by searching Alamo Springmo and clicking on the events page. Welcome to the Backlot by Alamo Drafthouse for Thursday, April the 18th. We are coming to you from the Alamo Drafthouse here in Springfield, Missouri. I am Joey Mills, one of your hosts. Going around the room, we've got Hi, David Mann of the over. Alamo Drafthouse. Alamo Jen. K-Dub. We're back. We, we, we're we all kind of getting together here on this. Uh, let's get on the same page by starting off by taking a look at the top five at the box office last weekend. Shazam. Holds the top spot. I say that like it's got a question mark instead yeah. of an exclamation point. I guess I should call it Shazam holds the top yeah, spot. Yeah, that's how you yeah. say it. Earning $24.5 million. That's not surprising. I figured it would hold You on. just got a yeah. thousand yeah. new people coming to see it today. It's really yeah. good. Yeah, that. So I get it. Little debuted at number two. Maybe a surprise. I don't know that any of us surprise had to me. that. Really? Did you see it? No. I no. saw no. it. You saw it? What you think? Yeah, it's fun. Uh, I definitely preferred a girl's trip between the two. Right. But there are a lot of fun moments in Little that are very entertaining. I mean, it's just a silly little movie. Yeah. So, um, you know, it had a good audience. I, I think it wasn't nearly on as many screens as like a Hellboy, but right. it still did really well. So kudos. Making, yeah, number two, making $15.5 million. It's kind of funny when you look. Number one is Shazam, which is big, basically, yeah, with superheroes. And number two is Little, which is opposite <laughs> of big, yeah. Yeah. anti-big. So apparently there's a market out there that likes to see older people acting young and younger people acting old. At number three, making $12 million, um, Falling short even of lowered expectations even as the expectations mine. got Did lowered I say all weekend. On the, I can't even. Uh, yeah, I was Probably. definitely yeah. wrong on my uh, my guess on this one. Yeah. yeah, debuted at number three, made twelve million dollars. Was Hellboy. I know, Kenny, you saw this one. Yep. What'd you think? I liked it. I mean, it's because I I went back and watched the other two Hellboy movies before I went and saw this one, just to kind of get a comparison and you know little things like people were talking about like you know. Oh, uh, the jokes didn't really land, you know, and I was like, well, neither did it in the first two movies. And uh, there were some other things people complained about, but I was like, yeah, granted, the, it was almost like they were not trying to tell two different stories, but it was like two different ideas. Right. And so it was kind of like, well, why did you do that? There was no point in doing that, blah, blah. But 
I mean, it was well worth the watch. I, I liked. I loved the how he looked in it, and I, everybody's performance was decent, kind of decent. <laughs> yeah. I, I won't say good. It right. was decent. So I, I've seen all those actors do much better stuff. So right. it was almost kind of like they were like, yeah, you know, we'll show up and get a check. And well, yeah. there, there were rumors or stories of some troubled production on this one. Things like actors coming in to work early and rewriting the day's script from the makeup chair and things like that just because what was in place was not good, I guess. I don't know how to explain it without just <laughs> blowing it up. But anybody else have a chance to see Hellboy over the weekend? Anybody, I d- I anybody force themselves anybody to sit else and watch see it? it? No, I, I, I saw a couple other movies this Instead, weekend. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Probably a better choice. I'm guessing. It's nothing that you know. It's not one of those movies where you're going to hear people like I walked out on it, you know, because right. it, it was worth watching and the visuals were amazing and everything right. like that. But I think it'll do better in the back end, like with red box stuff and right. stuff like that. Another one. I, again, I haven't seen it, but it sounds like from what I've heard from the folks who I know who have seen it, who saw it early. Um, another instance, it sounds like, of getting the character wrong in adapting it from the book to the screen. Um, I've heard a lot of that. So, At number four, sliding down to number four, making another $9.75 million, Pet Cemetery still hanging in in the top five. Glad you asked. I did see it. Did you find I it? I loved it. You know how <laughs> I don't okay really care about horror? And... Yeah, okay. I don't care about horror because I don't think it works on me. Like I'm not scared or entertained, really. Yeah. I mean, I liked It. I liked both versions of It. Uh, Carrie terrified me when I was 11, but mostly no. (laughs) So I went to this last night with zero expectations, mostly just to say I'd seen it today, you know, this. And I was pretty scared. Really? Like I, I had to go back out to the car and and I ran <laughs> like afterwards and I ran back in the house and I don't run. Got your car like, going for the day. It's not something I, I do. Doing? Like it was. Yeah. One of those things where you're walking fast but determined to walk. Yeah, and like, then I I'm looked at the moon and I'm like, like, are you kidding me? This moon too? And then I just I was <laughs> gone. So, so what worked about it that maybe other horror films didn't work for you in the past? I think it was just. The John way, Lithgow. yeah, <laughs> to, hashtag Lithgow forever. Um, he was great because he's of who he is. But you know, having seen the original and and rewatching it recently and thinking, wow, that's pretty cheesy. Actually, yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't. The usage of suspense was so artfully done that I've I was like gripping, like gripping the armrest and. And then when, when the scares did come, they were not expect. you know, it was, right. it was done in such a way that I didn't really expect it. And then when I did expect it, they didn't come. So I was just, I didn't know you what the hell was going on the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. yeah. Very good. It was. And the, the child was creepy. So creepy. So well done. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Somebody's having nightmares tonight. All right. Yeah. And it's hanging on to the number five in the number five spot, earning another $9.5 million was Dumbo. Has anybody seen Dumbo yet? No. That's what kind of, I don't know. <laughs> I was meaning to get to it before yeah. I left the big screen. That's all right. It just yeah. doesn't look appealing at all. There's nothing about that movie that makes me want to go see it. And it's kind of kind of sad a little bit that. I heard it was a sad movie. <laughs> a little, like, like. The first one wasn't all that. The first yeah. one wasn't all that uplifting to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Aside from Dumbo being able to fly. Well, sure. Yeah, you have that Spoilers. one moment. That was, a, that was uplifting. Yeah, you get that. Oh, you, wow. you get your moment. Yes. Wow. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> 
looked like somebody set that up. <laughs> we'll accept right. it. <laughs> I begged for it to be set up. Uh, the weekend's two uh, new releases. The other movies number opening at number eight was After, and at number nine was Missing Link. Both those films yeah. made roughly six million dollars. Um, it's a bummer. I don't think the marketing helped Missing Link. After I didn't see a lot of marketing until like right up at the end, it was like, yeah. hey, oh, by the way, this opens tomorrow. It's uh, <laughs> it's unfortunate because I would assume, and I haven't seen Hellboy, but I would assume it was the best movie that came out this week. Missing uh, Link or Missing after? Link. Okay. Uh, the artistry of the production, like, like a studio's. Uh, there are these small studios that I really, really love, and they've put out nothing but quality pictures. This one's... A little easier than like Kubo and the Two Strings. Right. That one, content-wise, it's it's dealing with like loss. Right. Whereas this one, uh, not the subject matter is not as difficult. Uh, I'd say it's far more child-friendly, mm-hmm. but it's really, really good. And I love watching those. Uh, all they did box was it box trolls, yep. Kubo, and then this one. They I don't Coraline, think they, I think was a, yeah a, like a also. Wonderful studio, very quality films, and uh, I like that they're keeping stop motion alive. Uh, but I think an audience needs to really help them out with that project because I can't imagine them being able to continue to make these movies because stop motion is so time consuming and with voice talent, it's got to be not super expensive, but it it's costly and time consuming to make these movies. I just wish more people go out to see them because they're very good. I'll say the character designs on this one have not appealed to me at all. Yeah. Well, they're going for a a A unique aesthetic. Uh, It might not be the most appealing thing to the eyes, but it's fun and different. Uh, It's like very, I think it's Edwardian, like the time frame. So uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great movie. If you get a chance, definitely check it out before Avengers drops. Yeah. The big news from the past week or so is based out of Chicago from Star Wars Celebration Chicago last weekend. We got the first teaser and a little bit of news about the next Star Wars film, which opens this December, right around Christmas time. Star Wars Episode Nine is titled Rise of Skywalker. Woo. We'll get to that. <laughs> uh Ian McDermott is going to be reprising his role as the Emperor, so another bit of a head-scratcher. It will be the final film in the nine-movie Skywalker saga, which I think we all kind of knew going into this. They've been talking about that for a while. Until it's a 12-movie saga. Well, we'll see. And then Disney (laughs) CEO Bob Iger says that there will be more Star Wars films in the future, but they will not be this saga not necessarily even in the same time and space as this saga nor will they be coming anytime soon they are going to take a little bit of a break and figure out exactly what they're going to do after they wrap uh wrap up episode nine so thoughts on what you've seen about or heard about or read about or thought about what we know about episode nine at this point anybody want to jump in i just got excited yeah i didn't i didn't expect to i thought i was pretty over pretty at jaded this point, at this point and it's like <laughs> Feels like two generations removed, or five, or whatever it is. Um, but for whatever reason, I saw it. And I was like, mm-hmm. so. as of right now, this is like the only Star Wars thing that I'm excited about. Like, I really don't care for their standalone films so far. Right. I'm sure that they'll, you know, the movies that aren't one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and I mean that very loosely with that one, two, three. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of. Uh, Rogue One, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a big fan. 
of the Solo movie. I thought it was uh, boring and lame and uninteresting. And I think at least... Clearly, you were on some hard medications that had you... <laughs> some downers at the time. You walked hey, into the wrong I movie was, theater. I was on one downer, and that downer lasted about an hour and 58 minutes. Uh, it was not a fun movie at all. And uh, I wish that they would have that sort of... Like with Force Awakens, uh, it's really a rehash. But it's at least light and fun. One of the things about Star... And uh, same with like all these properties that start... Like Indiana Jones... Uh, there's like an aesthetic, there's a feeling that comes along with them, a tone, and I think that's what makes Star Wars special, is the tone of the movies. They're adventure films. Same with Indiana Jones. When you revisit those things, like the rose-colored glasses kind of fade for a lot of people, but as far as the main saga is concerned, I've liked both of the new movies. Actually, I guess I fall in like the half of people who enjoyed number eight, the Ryan Johnson film, I thought, I really wish he was making this one as well. Uh, having said that, J.J. Abrams is great at people-pleasing. Mm -hmm. So I imagine this will be a nice, people-pleasing film. Uh, it'll be fun. There will be moments of tension. And it will parallel the <laughs> six movies perfectly. There will be movies. Uh, they, will have, they will have sets. There'll I mean, be some I, mix of practical I guess and my comments are fairly mundane. <laughs> Probably a but thing will happen. what I mean to say is that... Uh, it will. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be fun and easy, and that's all I really want from Star Wars movies because there's no profundity in that universe to be found. Uh, and I really hope they stop mining the garbage that they're mining and make some good stories in a universe that's very, very large. Uh, but they seem to think it's about four planets. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, no. That there's four. There's four climates. You can name the planets whatever you want. Yeah. Just make sure that yeah. Yeah. Well, this got to be a desert. I don't care what you call it because there's only four things we can do. Have uh, a planet that rains glass or it, something. Come yeah. on. It is the. Uh, it's it's the wrap up. So they do kind of need to. I, I imagine there will be many callbacks to things before, and this is kind of the culmination of. We got to put a nice bow on this thing and go out on a high note. That's so. that's the thing about new Disney Star Wars movies. You're gonna get your callbacks. Oh yeah, Ugh. absolutely. Half the script is a previous movie. <laughs> Any other thoughts? Anybody else want to jump in with a thought on Star Wars Nine? I'm still excited. Plus, Nine's my favorite number. Little All right, fact. Then. So yeah, it looks good. The past two movies, I can't bring myself to watch them again. They were they disappointed me in the theater so bad that. I have no interest invested in Ray or Finn or Poe or well, a little bit with BB-8. He's pretty cool, but I just I can't stand those movies. And I watched them and I liked them, but I don't love them. I loved Solo. I loved Rogue One. I loved every movie, even with Jar Jar Binks and stuff in them. I love those, but I just can't. But the from the trailer, this new one. It may, it's got me excited to go. I'm like, okay, they're doing something with these characters, I think, this time that's going to be exciting for me to you know, love again. I will say J.J. knows how to cut a trailer. Yeah. If nothing else, regardless of where you fall on any all of his previous works, television, film, otherwise, well, he's getting he does good. know how to cut he a trailer. He can sell you. He, he knows how he to cut knows, a trailer. Yeah. And he's uh, getting to tell the story he's wanted to finish. Right. So I'm. Sh it, it feels like he's invested in this as much as we are to see a movie – a Star Wars movie that we're gonna, they we want to love. So I'm excited uh, to see if Poe 
as a character actually matters at all. I'm sad to so. see if Finn as a character actually matters at all. <laughs> <laughs> Finn definitely matters. No, he I'd doesn't. S- he hasn't in two not? films yet. What are you talking well, about? Let's well, start doing films. every episode as uh, see, I'm right, fight me. Here's my, yeah. here's <laughs> my thing the about in the, yeah. uh, the response <laughs> to the Star Wars movies that I, I tend to disagree with a lot of the fans. Right. Uh, you're viewing it as if each of the, like a lot of people are viewing it as if each of the movies is the the end, even though it's a full story. Right. So with these movies, uh, the three together, that's the story. That's the whole story. Right. And we have the beginning, the middle, and people will criticize those, but depending on what it's leading to and depending on what the end is, it qualifies the other two films. So it's hard to be like, these movies were trash when it's like, I've heard stories that start slow and then the end brings everything together. So with the ninth movie, and I think J.J. Abrams is very talented at like weaving a story together and working within a universe, I think with the final story, uh, it's, it's going to answer a lot of the questions that people were upset that the second one didn't answer, which uh, it shouldn't answer all the questions. It's the second of three movies. Uh, I, I think uh, subverting expectation with audiences with uh, Snoke, like just kind of killing him off. I liked that a lot because we're so inclined to have this big bad guy. Like that, but the idea that maybe this force or the dark side is really what's operating... Are like everyone's operating within this power balance between the two sides. So the figures, the powerful evil villains and stuff, I don't think matter as much as the actual uh, dark forces of the dark side. So I hope that the third film is enough to please the majority of audiences. But so far, I've liked the beginning. It was easy. It got us all back on track because the first, like the prequels, most audience thought were garbage, like at least on second glance. So you have to do a course correct. J.J. Abrams making a reboot, not crazy, because the original story that they went with last time didn't work. And I bet that by the end of this, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, people realize that the second Star Wars movie in this new trilogy is actually the best Star Wars movie that's been made so far. Just as a movie. Well, they need to call all in the all the paramedics to revive Finn's yeah. character because it Finn is, it's been no dead for act. two movies. <laughs> Finn had no second act. Finn had a moment. He was willing to make no, a grand he, sacrifice. You could literally take Finn him out no of both those movies act. and it would not change the plot at all. Yeah, I don't, pretty much. I don't <laughs> get that at all. Like, uh, I, we also don't know the importance of the journeys that he's gone on. Uh, he's dealing Oh, God. Do, and we, do not we, put a Finn movie in anybody's head. We don't know what sort of impact I his emotional journey will have I on the third film because oh, you might say that Finn's not very impactful or that he doesn't matter. No one's mattered less than Poe. That little uh, droid that goes around on the Death Star has more of an impact in the Star Wars movie. Just wait. I, I don't see that because... The, the passion with Finn is he is someone who's been set up to fill a role and is rejecting that role, and he's kind of, he's the only one with courage in the movies, because he's not operating with any sort of, like, Wrong. power or so. Who, Doesn't who's he more courageous just fall than ass Finn? Backwards What's into... the girl that saved him? Uh, Ray? No. Oh, uh, what's that? The one with played the by Kelly Marie Tran, yeah. 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 
She's more courageous than Finn. She is also had very a courageous on the second movie than Finn. She made up a to make him who he is <laughs> in the moments. Yeah. I would say she's also courageous, not as courageous. I mean, he's willing to sacrifice himself. She saved him. Awesome, very courageous. I bet potentially sacrificing I bet herself you. in the process because she took the full part. Please, of the shot. if you can, like bookmark this conversation when this final movie comes out, and I'm proved right, and yeah, that we will. Finn don't, don't is worry, a we'll very come back important to character, like very important. Oh. Uh, I don't know how he's a seat filler. I don't I don't get that at all. I don't see the movies as him. The being a only seat way he will be anything of relevance if he is in 90% of the movie and does everything. Uh he's he's a force of good. Like a force of good is important in a universe More that's based off tries to run good away in the first and bad. scenes of the second. Oh, because being good or bad should be easy. BB-8 is more important he's to been, the story he's than been the second movie. If there's on an no consequential planet, if there's no choice, <laughs> oh, also where they gambled and the inconsequential planet loose. that sets up your perspective. Like, oh, it's just another movie where they have to like do this whole mission and that'll save everything, and it doesn't work. It gives you something it not work to think. Without 45 minutes hey, of gambling and horses. I thought that was fun, and I, I think that it parallels the story of how... At this uh, point, we're just busting to get you yeah. worked up. We, I, we are we, not that invested in that listening to I you. just think that some people had an idea of what they wanted, and they would never be happy, and that we were introduced to a new planet, which everyone craps on. It's a fun, unique, new part of the world, which we don't get that much with Star Wars. Star Wars is very good about spoon-feeding you the exact same thing. We got something different. We got to think we knew what was going on, and then we were wrong. How fun is that with a movie? I enjoy not being able to track where a movie's going as long as it feels like yummy. a story. Sometimes that is better. Just wait. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with a couple of cynics for the first time. This no, is crazy. Actually, we're just, we, we are so not invested in that movie. We just like to get you worked up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really, really am excited for uh, Finn I, to save the day. I do think the... <laughs> Probably Finn, the, the Finn one thing that you said, but from a hole in the ground. So. <laughs> the one thing that you said that I will agree with is that I'm I do worry that people have eight months to build up their version yeah. of what this movie is going to be, and when it doesn't deliver that head cannon or whatever you call it, then that yeah. people will be upset about that because it's just it's not what they would have done. So yeah, that is the danger with these things is that people feel ownership of something that they have no ownership of. Just, you know, Finn is my favorite character. <laughs> we got our the first trilogy. Unless Finn's busting out a double lightsaber and takes out a whole <laughs> arm. Unless Finn's got a third arm sprout from his back with a third hey, lightsaber. There are a lot of people far more powerful than Finn and he still he still keeps fighting. Still turns up the movie. I got you, man. Just wait. He's a moral compass now. You'll see. He's a moral compass. <laughs> You'll see. Well, that's a strange. Been fun for me. <laughs> we got our first look at the new Charlie's <laughs> Angels this week. The cast photo shows Naomi Scott, Kristen Stewart, Ella Belinska, and director Elizabeth Banks doing nothing but posing for a photo that has no reveals nothing other than hey, this is this is who's in your movie. That's all people want, right? They just want to pose. Apparently, uh, because yeah. anything else, anytime somebody plays it too close to the vest, you kind of I kind of worry. Right? Like, why aren't you telling us anything? Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I don't think so this is So relieved be... to see Kristen Stewart. Yeah, glad she's getting work. Um, <laughs> hey, she's been doing a lot of really good work. She's been doing a lot chance, of indie work. Yeah, her Secret Shopper. Stuff. She's she's no, that's seriously oh. a legit 
great, great movie. Okay. If you okay. get the chance, yeah. Okay. Chris, Kristen Stewart, well, she's I'll just been. She's actually. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll do it. Well, she's happening. become a very, very talented <laughs> actress. Like a lot of people criticize her for wooden performances in like Twilight or whatever, but she's taken a step back. She started doing these independent movies. Same with Robert Pattinson. Both were criticized for being garbage actors, and they're both like edging out their own little zone in this indie world with these phenomenal scripts, small small budgets. Uh, I'm excited to see her in this because it's her getting to do something that's a little more broad. Uh, and I think she definitely deserves a second second glance as far as like big budget movies because she's way talented. Like, could get nominated for an Oscar type talent. She's well, she's everything good. she's done from Saturday Night Live to other little parts she's uh, had has all and to me kind of helped me go. Okay, she's yeah. actually she's funny. She's my does concern good is work. not with Tostino. Kristen Stewart is hilarious. <laughs> Saturday Night Live. My concern is not with Elizabeth Banks. My concern is. The project, the property, oh. the script, the, I, everything. Elizabeth just, Banks is one of my yeah, concerns, actually. I, really, she's I, not I a great director. Can, I think she okay, can. Okay, I think she can do point. the. <laughs> I think she can. I think she can do the. The relationship of the three women. I don't know how well this prop, how the, well this project is coming together. <laughs> I think it's going to be too zany, yeah. uh, and what I mean by that is like the. the I don't really care too much about the original Charlie's Angels <laughs> TV show. Uh, they have no like ties to that. Right. At least the new movies with uh, like Drew Barrymore and Lucy right. Liu. Uh, those are pretty fun and silly and on the nose. And uh, they were very successful. I just she Elizabeth Banks directed Pitch Perfect 2. That's mm-hmm. pretty much what I know of her direction. And uh, it was a little too freewheely. Uh, structure wasn't great. I don't think her direction's phenomenal. It's just, it's just based off of one movie, right. so that and she's dealing with someone else's property there. But yep. uh, yeah, I as she kind of is here too. Yeah, I mean, so there's I mean there's a lot of baggage coming into this one. So. She she at least didn't have to be beholden to a prior movie, right? So I I mean it's not something that I'm super excited about seeing, but if I get some positive buzz beforehand, I might check it out. Yep. It's been confirmed that Avengers Endgame will feature Stan Lee's final cameo in a Marvel film. As we know, Stan Lee passed away in November of 2018. Director Joe Russo says that although this is the last cameo that was committed to film that they're going to use, plan is that Lee's influence will still be felt in future films, whether it's through Easter eggs, references, there will be something that reminds you that Stan Lee's not in those future films. But uh, this is this is it. We knew that they had Very shot sad. a few. Apparently, a few wasn't that many <laughs> because yeah. it was only two. As you figure, you just toss them up in front of a green screen. Yeah, and, and just, just uh, here, okay, deliver now we're a space line. helmet. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're trying just to deliver this line. Yeah. Everybody's pushing for someone else to be the new Stanley that pops up in everything, and I'm like, man, I don't know I don't who could will. fill yeah. that role. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No. I don't think it would don't be the. It. I'm sure there will be like a, one of the characters. From uh, that's not going to be consistently featured. Uh, my guess right now is that Tony Stark is going to kind of fill that if role. If you did it, it would be yeah, Robert and it, Downey and it Jr. Won't pointing, be appearing in every him just po- he'll right. be in character, right? Uh, like what that's what I'm thinking is that Tony Stark is going to live and that he's going to just do small cameos throughout the rest and maybe do a movie every now and then. Yeah, perhaps yeah. it'd work. Yep. He'd get a lot of money for it. That's and how they, they be to know, pay him. That was the <laughs> best part of that 
horrible Hulk movie was when Tony Stark pops up at the in the post credit scene. I don't think it's horrible. I, I think, think it's, it's pretty rough. Cer- <laughs> I think it's pretty it's bad. certainly <laughs> average. I think yeah. it's a very average movie. Yeah, it was probably one of the worst of Marvel's offerings in this whole whatever they call it phase yeah. of whatever Thor Dark World. Right. Yeah. It's still. Yeah. Right. Still not below that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Birds of Prey is officially wrapped production. That film arrives in 2020. So good for them on that one. So that's a movie about uh, the Harley birds, Quinn. right? Yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's the uh, that's Disney's next year's Earth Day. Oh uh, yeah, birds. Film. Birds of prey. Yeah. If all a pigeon named Steve. <laughs> they just like is that a bird Steve. of prey. I don't know. <laughs> Tickets are on sale now for John Wick 3 Parabellum. <gasps> oh, Go man. Get your tickets if you haven't Can't already. Wait to see that That's movie. A really cool rocks glass. Please be good. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm very confident it's going to be good. I'm yeah. just begging it to be good. It has It'll to be. The be other good. two movies were amazing. I don't yeah, know. right? Hey, people have dropped the ball on the third one before. They have. I don't think he would let it. I, mean, I think he's, yeah. he's pretty proud of that John Wick character. So. Hey. As well, he should be. Some people were pretty proud of the Matrix trilogy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty proud of Neo. Yeah. Uh, look what happened. Yeah. I like the first one and the second one. That yeah, third the third one. one's, cool. <laughs> third one's where they dropped <laughs> New in theaters this week. Yay. We mentioned it briefly in passing. Uh, Disney's Earth Day film this year is Penguins. You can come check that out about a penguin named Steve. Steve. Going to make people cry. I'm excited. I think it's going to be more like make people just feel joy. Uh, early reviews are great for this, by is the way. It, I mean, it's so hard. It's not going to be a bunch of ships, dudes coming out clubbing the seals, <laughs> yeah, and, seals and yeah, dudes telling, just, not on the Disney watch. He's going to save them. He's covered in oil, and it's just like someone Dark washing Disney. with Dove soap the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> great movie, just over and over. Yeah. <laughs> washing the feathers. He just keeps hopping back in the oil. Over. I'll be darned. It's almost like There's a penguin's so doing much a penguin's oil. Yeah. Uh, also new this week, breakthrough, the latest of the. Christian small films that will outperform its budget and but this one bankroll the next one. Well, that makes it. It's just because his last name's Grace. Is yeah. how he got the job. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then of course we got to have some horror. We got the Curse of La Llorna this week, which is about uh, I guess like a a ghost. Yeah, but it's like a <laughs> what? Is, what am I thinking? It's a urban legend kind of thing. You know, it's kind of like the boogeyman is coming to get. Only in this case, the ghost actually. Oh, Baba Yaya. Does. That's a good example. <laughs> That'll work. Special programming at the Alamo Draft House this week. If those new films don't excite you, then you've got a chance to catch one of your old favorites on the screen, including starting on Thursday night. You got a couple. The Life of Brian movie party is yeah. Thursday night at six forty. And the Clue movie party, I have. There's the a debate Clue raging party. online. Oh yeah, whether or not the Clue movie party or the Blazing Saddles movie party is the better party. Some people say Blazing Saddles is the better movie, but Clue is the better party. Some people say the Clue party is better all around. Some people are saying the Blazing Saddle party is all better. Anybody want to weigh in on your thoughts? I, I mean, like the props for both. Right. However, the props this year for Clue are. More exciting to me. Isn't it just nice to live in a country where we can have these types of debates? <laughs> yeah. Whether you thought you, were, you thought you were passionate about Star Wars Nine, there's a passionate segment of the population. Isn't yeah. it nice that we can just come together and agree to disagree on some things? It'd uh, be things. funny if you could All go things. back and talk to people about Clue back in the day to 
think that it would be such a cult classic because yeah, I don't even know that it made a million dollars. It either out. made under a million or made under three. I can't remember whatever. So a flop by everything. And now, now I know. everybody loves that movie. And That's what I remembered it as when we brought it here the first time. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then it sold out. <laughs> we never know. Two more. There's yeah. a... There's this thing. Sometimes, you know, really, really good movies just don't make money. I mean, look at Hellboy this week. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes wow. things just don't come together right. And uh, oh, Willy so, Wonka and yeah. Boondock Saints made thirty thousand dollars in its opening, and so I mean, those kind of movies you just never know. Ten, twenty years later, become movies people have to go see. Yeah. And then Emoji Movie makes like thirty-five million opening week. <laughs> and you're not like sure why. Relevance. Relevance is why. The world is just. (laughs) (laughs) Video Vortex screening this Friday night at 9.20 p.m. is Blood Lake. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Everybody's excited about Blood Lake. Practice that. Not to be confused Blood River. Yes. Oh, it got me interested now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Your cereal party Saturday morning is Dazed and Confused. Why did you pick this Saturday to show Dazed and Confused? Any thoughts? You know, uh, because I've been wanting to, and I was like, where can we fit that movie? How about on Saturday, April 20th? Earth Day. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, let's throw some (laughs) chips in there, too. Why not? Sometimes you don't know what you want. You're like, I want (laughs) cereal and chips and everything on this table. So, Is there a particular state that causes you to feel that way? Uh, well, it's in the morning, so I guess like sleepiness. Yeah, <laughs> like you just want to yeah. watch a movie and veg out and like be like, hey. You just want to be like, all yeah, right, dude, right, this right. cereal's hit. It's baller. No, they don't they say, s- that. That's no, a, they <laughs> say that. I, I don't even think the, ki- the kids would be pretty sure that's <laughs> scared and go. That's over. maybe a little more yeah. adult oriented. I just want to speak know, like an jazzy. adult who wants to like say, like sometimes I'll want to eat the whole kitchen and I can't explain it. Yeah. It's just something that I have to do. She gets full after the second cabinet. But um bum because she said she'd eat the whole kitchen. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Woo, moving on. <laughs> I did my best. Oh, that went south hard. Go <laughs> see the movie, folks. Bigger audience. <laughs> I would have got a couple laughs. Come come get your cereal and watch Days of Confused. On Sunday, a lot going on Sunday. Grey Gardens is the afternoon tea. Mm-hmm. Slightly different crowd than the Days of Confused crowd. Yes. Um, that's at two. You'd be surprised about the crossover. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, you're in that state of mind, you'll watch anything. That <laughs> Great <laughs> Gardens <laughs> afternoon tea was far out. That's what they'll say. Because they'll come Sunday in to the theater and they're like, oh man, I'm here. I'll yeah. watch it. Happy <laughs> you're there for more than 24 hours. <laughs> I think at some point they will kick you out. Uh, Amazing Grace is uh, screening on Friday at 5 o'clock with a live stream Q&A afterwards. Mm-hmm. This is the Aretha Franklin film. Yeah, it was really difficult to arrange the Aretha Franklin live stream. We were very excited <laughs> more to pull of a this off. <laughs> I mean, she's obviously Obviously not going to be there, but she's. We are streaming her right yeah. in. Happy Easter! There you so. go. Put a <laughs> no, mm. no. And on Monday, Monday at six forty p.m. Airplane movie Woo. party. Yeah. Yes. I'm excited. I'm excited about that. Uh, it's one of my top five favorite movies. So. A lot going on on Tuesday, starting with a VisionCon private screening of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Talked with the VisionCon folks a little bit last weekend about that. I, I imagine they're past this point, but I know the first 25 tickets sold, those individuals were thrown into a drawing to meet Robbie Rist at VisionCon next month. So yeah. that's fun. Pretty cool. A little bit of little fun there. Robbie Rista is uh, Cousin Oliver 
from the Brady Bunch, as well as Michelangelo and oh, Teenage Cousin Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Like, Cousin Oliver. That's the kid from the final season of the Brady Bunch, right? Yeah. Uh, was it more than... Uh, he might have been there for more than a season. I don't know. Is he the one that, like... It's sort of like around the time when the Brady Bunch jumped a shark. Are they sort of... <laughs> not in You're like, asking the wrong person okay. on that, because well, that was like episode three. Brady Bunch <laughs> yeah. deep cuts over here. <laughs> yeah. I wrote so much, like, Brady Bunch fan fiction that sometimes, <laughs> yeah. like, sometimes <laughs> it all bubbles. <laughs> yeah. It's a hard to remember. Oh, I, I have to read some of that. Yeah. <laughs> I have one where... Uh, uh, the older girl, Marsha. Uh, the older girl. Gets, she gets <laughs> into Stanford. He wasn't sure she gets where to into go. Stanford, and Jan only gets into state college, and she's oh, very upset about it. Really he was weird. committed to that story before he remembered the name. So yeah. he was, I know. I was just trying to. <laughs> well, this is going to come together. I'm going to say the Peter. Older girl. Well, he has the one fan fiction where, you know, uh, the. Middle girl, if we're going that route, <laughs> Jane. <laughs> Jane probably you know, flipped out and uh, took out Marsha, and yeah. now she's the dominant. Or it's like a Saint elsewhere where it's like it's all in Jane's head. It's none of this really actually happened. She's just in a she's room gonna, somewhere, <laughs> tied up uh, with like. She she you're taking it to a dark place. She wakes right. up in the hospital bed. Also Tuesday night, Monty Python and the Holy Grail movie party. This one, as of. When I sat down, still had tickets available. Yes. By the time yeah. you listen to this, I ad. don't know that's going to be it the was case. It's a late but. ad, but get in Man, there. And that's the not? cultiest of cult movies right there. Yeah, again, and, another yeah. cult favorite. And then the Sandlot movie party is also Tuesday night at 640. It's baseball mm-hmm. season. Summer's come upon us. This is a good time to revisit the Sandlot on the big good screen props. if you haven't seen good it props. in a while. You got a giant dog. Yeah, missing, the theater. <laughs> yeah missing this screening would be a real strikeout. And then on Wednesday night, <laughs> turn his microphone. <laughs> then on Wednesday night, the Champagne Cinema Movie Party this month. Say anything. Yes, another great prop. Do you know it's been thirty years since that came out? Stop it! Every time I you do this, you make know. me feel bad. It just was so weird. You've officially been but uninvited from all. Yeah, of them. I know. <laughs> from next I'm a week. downer. I guess. And then also don't forget to come out on Tuesday nights for the trivia Tuesday trivia in the back lot every Tuesday night. Have a good time. Last night's was Game, the Game of Thrones, Thrones related yeah. one. Yes. I've never watched that show ever. I refuse to. Right there with you. Right? Yeah. Just, nah, no thanks. I'll so watch it in a, a few years. It was a good time to hear about the people that's like, I've literally never watched Game of Thrones, which was me until the last seven weeks. I watched all of them. You piled on? Wow. Mm-hmm. Is it as bad as everyone says? Yeah, it's so bad I can't believe I'm watching it. Really? No, it's good. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to like watch it all in five years and then try and start conversations about it. It's yeah. like, so oh, have you guys show. seen Game of Thrones? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's so good. I can't believe anyone missed it. Definitely should do that. Well, get your tickets early. These special screenings often sell out. Again, the one I'm looking at is the Holy Grail one. Maybe sold out by the time you hear this. Maybe not. The only way to know is to check. You can either use the Alamo Draft House app on your mobile device. Or you can get tickets online at drafthouse.com slash Springfield. You can get them in person. Just don't wait till the day of the screening because you might not get your tickets. You can find all of these and more upcoming events on Facebook. Just search for... At Alamo Spring Mo. Wow, he cut you off on Boom. that one. <laughs> I was ready. I looked at him, though. I, I was giving him Had my hands chance. up. And yeah. search for <laughs> events on the events page. This week's listener comments, we got Tom and Lacey with Do You Nerd on YouTube. Uh, their comments included the following... We saw Shazam and it was fun. It was really a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree with that. That's the best thing I've heard about that movie. Mm -hmm. It is fun. There are parts of it that are really fun. 
Neither of us are familiar with the comic characters, so we hope it did justice to the books. Well, I hope it didn't. It didn't. Good. Uh, oh, we also absolutely love the information reels before this and Captain Marvel. I've heard a few folks, I again, saying that that was very helpful. Hey, with these smaller... Uh, smaller independent films, yeah. is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> where I was going. With these smaller characters <laughs> right. that aren't as popular as, say... Uh, calendar man uh, with these smaller <laughs> ones that man. you don't know about it's nice to get that little rundown so you feel like you're in the know by the time that the opening title card shows there up. have been a lot of folks who have appreciated those yeah this is just one example and to them you're welcome they were really well yeah. done it's nice to have a little something to go off of right as the movie starts so thanks again to tom and lacy for commenting you can give us your thoughts on anything that we've talked about. What are you going to see this weekend? What are your thoughts on Star Wars? Any of the films in the Star Wars franchise? David is our expert. He will send us your comments, yes. and we will break those down mm-hmm. next week's show. Mm-hmm. Anyway, give us your thoughts on what you see at the box office this weekend. If we use your comments, we'll give you a shout-out on an upcoming episode. You can hit us up on social media. Just look for PGTC Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can email us your comments at popgoestheemail at gmail.com, or you can call and leave your thoughts on the hotline at 417-986-7842. We would love to include your recorded comments in an upcoming episode. Links to all that and more at popgoestheculture.com. And be sure to follow the Alamo Draft House online. Again, on social media, all you got to remember, all you got to search for is... At Alamo Springmo. On Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> You can download the Alamo Drafthouse app. Just search for Alamo Drafthouse in your mobile device's app store or online again at drafthouse.com slash Springfield. If you're not in Springfield, but there's an Alamo Drafthouse near you, figure it out. Put yeah. it put in the other city. Put in something else. Put in, put in some great. effort. Yeah, you guys do that. Come yeah. on. Uh, that's going to wrap us up for this week. Anybody got anything else for our listeners before we get out of here and call it a day? We love, um, we love you, and we thank I you did great. enjoy the, before the Hellboy, the things that were playing. They were, had little excerpts from, like, uh, Bela Lugosi, you know, playing Dracula, and had, uh, like, a couple of Vincent Price movies and stuff, and I went and saw it with my daughter, and uh, she's 14, and she was laughing the entire time at everything that, I'm like, it's so funny, because back in the day, they would have been scary, you know, for yeah. people and stuff, but now... Like, cause I was a little worried. I was like, oh, some of that old, cause there was like, one of them was like, one of the Vincent Price things was like this real satanic thing that, you know, this stuff. She's just laughing. She goes, oh, dad, these movies are great. We have to watch these. I was like, okay, I love these old movies. Heck yeah. I uh, awesome. accidentally came across The Raven with Bella Lugosi and Vincent Price recently. The climax of that movie is two guys sitting in chairs staring at each other. And and then like just pointing their fingers and then all these really bad effects coming in. It, it was it was kind of sad in a way. <laughs> oh yeah, the uh, effects are horrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, while while I don't think uh, uh, his later years treated him very well uh, with Bella Lugosi, I think they both had quite a bit of success oh, at absolutely. least in their run. Oh, yeah. I know like with a lot of the early film stars, they didn't get a lot of uh, like back end or right. anything to like cover them afterwards. Yeah, the whole distribution thing and. Uh, a lot of like I think even uh, Charlie Chaplin had some struggles trying to yeah. get like money from his original pictures. But, making me sad. Uh, I've always loved Vincent Price, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, and that's what, like I remember when Bill Hader was on SNL, he'd do the like the Vincent Price oh, Halloween gosh, parties. Those were amazing. I that loved so him. Uh, he does a wonderful Vincent Price impression, and I like that that he's relevant enough that some people would understand that. Uh, but yeah, I love Vincent Price. He's yep. great. Very good. 
If that's it, then for this week, I have been Joey Mills with ComingSoon.net. David Mann with the Alamo Draft House. Alamo Gin. Get up. Are you sure? <laughs> I was going to say something else, but I was like, no, I'll stick with that. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. Be sure to come out and catch a movie on the big screen at the Alamo Draft House this weekend. We will probably see you next weekend for sure if you got tickets. I got a feeling we got something to talk about on next week's show. I sure hope so. Yeah. Or it's going to be a lot of dead air. It will be. <laughs> All right. We'll catch you guys next week. Talk to you later. 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 Bye. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.